Welcome to Patriot Point Radio. Patriot Point is your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Here's your host, Lee Watts. Hello, Patriots, and welcome to Patriot Point Radio, where you can get the news and analysis without all of the liberal bias. Well, we have some big numbers coming in this week, shocking, that is really rocking American politics to its core this week. Let's start with some election results in our neighboring state of Virginia. They have a governor election this past week, and the Republican candidate, Glenn Youngkin, has won an a massively surprising upset. He was the underdog and yet has won by a little bit, approximately 100,000 votes. Now, one of the reasons for this is that the Democratic candidate had got on television and had said, listen, I don't think that parents ought to be telling schools what should be taught to their kids. Well, this didn't seem to sit very well with Virginia parents, and they, for some screwy reason, thought they should be involved in what is being taught to their children. This also comes on the hill of some other prominent Democrats nationally saying all these parents that are showing up at school board meetings are, quote, domestic terrorists. And the Biden administration has even deployed the FBI to arrest or harass some of these parents. Well, that didn't seem to sit well with the people of Virginia either. So they have voted out the Democrat and voted in the Republican. Now, of course, we have Vice President Kamala Harris, who last month, when they thought the Democrat was going to win, she said that as the Virginia governor race goes, so will go the congressional votes next year. And I think she is very correct in this. I don't often agree with her, but she's correct. As the Virginia governor race went, so is going to go the congressional votes of 2022. Of course, Congress is most likely going to flip because this was a big bellwether for what is going on nationwide. Uh, I think it was really a referendum on Biden policies. We see this also took place in Ohio, where Ohio was having a special election to replace one of their congressmen. And that election was won by the Trump-backed candidate, the Republican, in an overwhelming victory as well. This is not boding well for Joe Biden, who supposedly last year got 81 million votes, which is more than any candidate in all of American history. Do you realize what they're trying to sell you? They're trying to sell you the idea that Joe Biden is more popular than any president ever. He's more popular than Washington, than Lincoln, than Reagan, than Obama. He's more popular than any of them ever. And yet, in less than 10 months, somebody who supposedly got 81 million votes, according to an NBC poll released this week, has an approval rating of 37%. They're asking how competent he is at running the country. 37%. His approval rating got as low as 28% when it got to how he is unifying the country. Uh, and of course, I'd really, I think the numbers are lower than that, but I'd really like to know who are these 28% that think he's doing a good job? 
Is it the massive unemployment? Uh, is, is it the shortages of supplies? Uh, is it all the ships being stuck out in the sea? Uh, is it the increasing gas prices? Uh, what one of those things is saying that he's doing a good job? Uh, and right now there's a new report coming in that three out of two Biden voters regret their decision. Yes, you heard me correctly. Three out of two. Let's talk about some other things, which are some major numbers going on right now. And that is some of the numbers that have come in from Kentucky elections. This Tuesday, Kentucky had three different elections to fill vacancies in the Kentucky General Assembly. One of these was the 22nd Senate District. That was won by the Republican candidate, Dr. Donald Douglas, who won this election by nearly 300% more votes than his opponent. The same thing was true in House District 89, where the Kentucky Republican candidate, Tim Truitt, won his campaign over the Democratic challenger by more than 300 percent. I mean, do you realize if you would have given all of the votes the Democrat got, then you give them all that number of votes again. Then you give them all that number of votes again. They still don't have enough votes to beat the Republicans. This happened in the Senate district. This happened in that House district. And the same thing was true over in House district number 51, where there was another race. And again, the Republican soundly defeats the Democrat and the Republican candidate Michael Sarge Pollock becomes the to be inaugurated person winning the election. Now, this is why this is so incredibly important in Kentucky politics, because not only did the Republicans sweep all three of these elections, they won all three of these elections by massive, overwhelming majorities. This does not bode well for Andy Bashir's re-election ideas or for the Democratic Party of the state or nation as whole. There is one other election we're still keeping eyes on, and that is the governor election going on in New Jersey. I was watching this election on election night as results were coming in, stayed up until 12.30, an early Wednesday morning uh, on election day to try to see who was going to win. When I went to bed at 12.30 in the morning, the Republican was ahead by 20,000 votes. Actually, a little bit more than 20,000, about 20,200. So that was 12.30 in the morning. But then you wake up the next morning, Wednesday morning, and surprisingly, the Democratic candidate is ahead by 10,000 votes when I checked that morning. So think about this. That means that during the night, sometime between 12.30 in the morning and early the next morning, you have a, a shift from the Republican being 20,000 ahead to being 10,000 behind. So that means relatively that 30,000 votes came in in the middle of the night and 100% of them would be for the Democrat and 0% 
were for the Republican. This sounds incredibly familiar. Where have I heard this type of story before? Oh, I remember. It's back during the presidential elections. When we went to bed late the night of the election and President Trump was leading by thousands and thousands of votes in multiple states, but when America woke up the next morning, they're like, oh, we found tens of thousands of votes for Joe Biden. A hundred percent of them that we found were for him in the middle of the night, and now Biden wins. Same trick being pulled all over again. The polls close over there at seven o'clock at night. They have a rule that says you're supposed to turn in your results within an hour. So by eight o'clock at night, here we are, as I'm recording this, more than 18 hours past the deadline, and the Democratic candidates' uh, counties still haven't turned in all of their numbers, and numbers are still being turned in, and are, it's just it's a very close race. Now, it's amazing that the Republican-controlled counties turned in their results on election night. But yet the Democrat-controlled counties are like, well, wait, we're, we don't have ours. Let's see how many numbers the Republican counties t- turn in. Okay, this is what they turned in. Their guys ahead by 20,000. Okay, now we can start turning our results in. Crooked as all get out. Very close race, probably have a recount and really deserves to have a major audit no matter how that it turns out. Well, let's turn out look at some other numbers that are going on right now. First of all, let's talk about public school numbers. Uh, we are seeing a mass exodus of parents who are taking their children out of the public schools. As we mentioned before, they didn't like being called domestic terrorists. They didn't like the idea. The school said, we don't think you parents should have any influence into what we're teaching your kids. So in the nation's largest school district, in numbers that were released this week, the New York City school districts has had a reduction of 30,000 public school students have been taken out of the public schools. In the country's second largest public school district, which is Los Angeles County, there has been 27,000 public school students leave this year. And in the third largest school district in the country, Chicago, they have had decreased enrollment in the public school of 25,000 students. And the same pattern is happening here in Kentucky. Now, for these other districts, we were listing one of the cities, these major cities. The Kentucky number is a statewide number. And this year, there are 30,000 less public school enrollments than last year. Of course, the Democrats and the liberals and uh, Andy Bashir are saying, oh, that's because of COVID. It's not because of COVID. It's because of your policies. It's because they're teaching the socialist agenda of critical race theory, uh, which says that white people are inherently born racist, and anybody who's not white, you are apparently an oppressed person. It's teaching racism. It set race relations back in the United States by 70 or 80 years, uh, realizing that parents don't want critical race theory. Uh, what the, the liberal unions have done is they just relabeled it. Uh, same curriculum, they just gave it a different name. They say, oh, well, we're not critical race theory. We're teaching DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, Or they sometimes rename it social emotional learning. Same curriculum, just with a different name, thinking that parents aren't bright enough to figure that out. So it has caused 30,000 Kentucky students to be taken out of public schools, and we are seeing those same type numbers all over the nation. 
This also may have something to do with what happened in Perry County, Kentucky last week uh, in the city of Hazard, where the public school had the students performing lap dances and simulated strip teases for the teachers, principal, and others in the school. Of course, we talk about the Virginia election races, the New Jersey election races, the three Kentucky election races and their results. None of those boding well for Andy Bashir and the Democrats. Do a little reminder here. Do you remember back uh, when Andy uh, supposedly won his race for governor that he won that election uh, supposedly by less than one percent of the vote? If you go back four years in 2015, he supposedly won the attorney general election by less than one percent of the vote. So each time he is barely squeaking by. I wonder if he would have been able to squeak by if his last name wasn't Bashir and he had actually done this on his own. Well, let's think about how is he doing for the Democrats in Kentucky. Well, since the day of Andy Bashir's inauguration as governor, the official numbers from the state's Board of Elections voter registration says that the Democratic voters in Kentucky have decreased by 33,345. Wow. Since Andy Bashir got inaugurated, more than 33,000 Kentuckians have left the Democratic Party to join either the Republicans or Independent or some other party. Now, the Republicans have also had a shift in their voter registration numbers, uh, but theirs was the opposite. They had an increase. And since the day of Andy Bashir's inauguration, Republican registrations in Kentucky have increased by 109,100 and 52. Uh, this is not good news for Andy Bashir, who just filed to rerun as Kentucky's governor for next time. He's going to have a hard time squeaking by it when he already had a less than 1% lead on the last time when there's been such a massive switch in the voters. And we'll give you one last number before we sign off here today, and that has to do with COVID numbers in the United States. Last year, in November of last year, we had zero vaccinations. Now, a year later, there's approximately 200 million Americans who have been either partially or fully vaccinated. Annie Bashir, Joe Biden, and the liberal socialists pushing this vaccine would like you to think that, hey, that's going to help America. It's going to decrease the numbers. Well, has that actually happened? Between last year, last November, and this November, has the number of COVID cases daily decreased? No. Has it stayed even? No. Since last year, with zero vaccinated to now with 200 million vaccinated, the number of daily COVID cases has increased 300%. And that's why I hope you tune in each week to get the news you're not going to get anywhere else. And until next week, be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring. You've been listening to Patriot Point with Lee Watts. You can find more Patriot Point online with new videos posted every week on YouTube and Rumble. Just search for the channel called Patriot Point or visit our website at www.godandcountryministry.com.